Krom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. I need to scoot back. Uno momento, and we're going to start this up. Okay. So, yeah, I've got everything. Okay. So y'all have backed out into the the cobalt latrine and you didn't clear this area of rats but you had been operating on one side of the room and on the other side of the room there's some scurrying but things seem to be out of the range of the light and staying out of sight and so if you guys recall you you threw in some some food to act as a lure for the for the giant rats Mm -hmm. so they're they're kind of tied up and they're away from you but you are in the room with some with some giant rats. Well, maybe we should take our buddy out of this room just so uh, we're not in the room with giant rats. Yeah, so uh, this guy that's with you, he is uh, clearly disheveled. He's unarmed. Uh, he was in a prison cell, so that makes sense. This guy is, is stripped down to, you know... Uh, like his underpants, essentially, uh, he's barefoot. He has uh, a pretty, a pretty rad mustache uh, and some some long, uh, dark hair that that sort of hangs at about at about shoulder length, uh, pulled back. It's not like tied back. He's just kind of got it pushed back behind his ears. Uh, he's he's a little bit uh, lith in terms of his overall appearance. Uh, he's a little bit dark complected, and he reminds you a lot of the folk that you saw coming through uh, town on your way to the keep. He appears to be one of these Kalish folk. Uh, does he look like he's starving? You said he's lithe. But- uh, no, no, he does not. He does not look like he's uh, like skin and bones. Okay. This guy at least has a little bit of meat on him. We did. We did not ask him his name or anything. Did no, we? that's right. Let me get this stuff off the table. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's get him out of there into a safe place, and uh, I'll offer him at least some water from a water skin. And okay, he he uh, accepts it greedily, and and gives you a, a quick nod of thanks. He's he's not necessarily uh, saying anything. He's just breathing heavy from the excitement and sort of like furtively like looking around here in this dark room. He doesn't he doesn't seem to like recognize where he's at, but it's clear he's looking for. For somebody to attack. Hello, comrade. <laughs> he says. He says greetings. Thank you so much for saving me. Who? Uh, who are you? What's your name? He says my name is my name is Furka. Furka. That's I'm, a girl's name. I'm a I'm a sheep herder. Uh, 
uh, from from the hills uh, south of the mountains here. And I was taken and brought here. Can, can you wield a sword? He says, certainly. They they took my sword, though. Do we have... I'm looking at my... Look at my sheet. I don't have any extra weapons or anything. Let's not arm the stranger yet. Uh, <laughs> no, but he might be useful if we if we get into a tussle. Oh, that's not true. I have a dagger I can give him. Yeah, I'm... We need him. We need him to be armed. I'm going to give him a dagger. And Faldar may have a hammer or two to give him. Too. Oh, that's true. I didn't look at his. Well, and those gnolls that we killed, they had some decent equipment that they stole from oh, that's right. guards and stuff. Didn't they have some short swords? That is totally true. That is true. We could get one of those at the entrance. Yeah, that's true. I vote we go and grab one of those and give it to this fella. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. That way we're not depriving anyone of anything. Okay, and just for clarity's sake, you guys slipped out of the cell but you didn't like push the rock back because you nope. couldn't like you could right. only sort of push out uh right. so so the cell is it's clear the way that things are going and, and Furka realizes this he's like yeah we need to get out of here do you know the way out of these caves well yeah we have a map okay <laughs> yeah we can we <laughs> yeah. can get out uh so how hard would it be to set some kind of trap or something uh, in the rat room, so if somebody does come through that tunnel, it'll at least slow him down. Faldar says, that's not a bad idea. Uh, he says, when I we could... hear a scream, we'll know somebody's behind yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, he seems to think that that could work, like, given the you know, again, like this cave system where you guys are in, while there's some doors that have been set into the the paths and the some of the rocks have been carved out, it is a lot of larger uh, uh, rubble rocks that are you know creating this cavern system. So Faldar thinks that perhaps with a little bit of quick ingenuity, you guys might be able to at least make a small rock fall. Yeah, he's got some iron spikes. Yeah, and so we could use that to kind of brace some some something above the hole at least maybe. Um, okay, where would you want to do that? Uh, I would say if we can improvise something using some rope, some looks like it says iron spikes. I assume they're like for climbing or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like pittons that you would mm-hmm. be able to. Yep. Yeah, um, and just tap those in there gently and set up some kind of a trip line so that when somebody comes in it maybe pulls those out of the out of the the rocks up top and then whatever we can stack up on top of that will will fall okay so you're thinking like maybe at the entrance of this latrine like yeah. as you would come in yeah. okay yeah. okay and I've, I've got i've got a bowstring so that might be a little thinner than just a big old thick piece of rope as a trip line there you go i dig it okay so that makes sense uh okay well so Faldar is agreeable to that, and given that he's a dwarf that's that's well versed in mining, you know he can he can spearhead this operation, and we don't have to play through it. You guys actually came up with some some good ideas, and I like the bowstring being like less detectable. So I guess uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, is this for Faldar? Yeah, for Faldar. Uh, <laughs> oh, I heard someone, uh, someone poured, poured a potable. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. No, that's no, that's that's part 17. of it. No, no, Faldar's rolling. Yeah, oh. I don't. Yeah, uh, and it's what am I rolling on? You're gonna roll three d six, right? Okay. Yeah. 
And oh, okay. Is it a? Uh, is this a, a wisdom check? Yeah, let's do okay. that. That seems to make the most sense to me at the moment, as yeah. far as proper. I got all excited. Let me find my. Oh, weight. It's okay. Let me find my weighted dice here. I rolled a six. Okay, and so that's well under his wisdom. Yeah, his uh, wisdom is ten, actually, so it's under, but... Cool, yeah. cool. So that is... What you guys have been able to do is is make uh, like a, a fishing line thin trip line right at the entrance of the latrine, uh, and you've been able to maybe tap in a couple pittons so that they've cracked some rocks, and then there's some loose rocks you've piled on top, and so the hope is that it triggers... A collapse, a small collapse, at least here in the the doorway, that would at least alert you to people coming. Yeah, we um, we want it to at least make some noise. Okay, cool beans, and so uh, so that's set. And so at this point, you guys are now <laughs> kind of sandwiched in between two traps, right? Because you just set this trap at the entrance to the the latrine, but immediately to the east of you is the big pitfall trap the kobolds had. That's right. Yeah, to get out of this area. So. Just keep that in mind. Whether you want to go deeper in the caves or out, that's up to you. Okay. And so, well, well, go ahead, Mike. We've pretty much explored these caves, haven't we? I mean, at least this system of caves. Maybe we could just get out of here and go do another one. Maybe. So, um, he wants out of here, right? Yeah, he, like, yeah, he, he does. And Furka says, there are other caves. I was just in uh, a cave that's that, that rivals what I see here. Who uh, who grabbed you? What were they? Uh, he says they were they were bugbears. I was set upon by a by a small group of bugbears in the middle of the night. Oh shit! Do you guys know what bugbears are? I presume that in in probably all of y'all's encounters, you're you're familiar with with bugbears. I I am familiar with bugbears. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like a tardigrade. So John, uh, so so for 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 Yotis, you I know that you're you know out of character and new to the game, but but your character, given his his adventuring prior to this point, would know this. But bugbears are kind of like the big brothers of orcs. So so goblins are kind of like uh, smaller and more monkeyish, and I tend to think of orcs as a bit more humanoid and larger, and that's how we're going to play it. Uh, within within this campaign, uh, and so bugbears are like the big cousins to to orcs, uh, and the orcs that you've seen here, you know, in the northern lands, tend to have a relatively human-like appen- uh, appearance, except that they have these very bulbous, grotesque heads. Uh, and and they almost look a bit like deformed humans, uh, and bugbears themselves are like just hulking brutes. So you know, just as a point of reference, if you if you can think about, uh, oh, what's the what's the guy from the Goonies? Uh, sloth. Sloth. Like like bugbears are are kind of are kind of like sloth. Okay. Thank you. There you go. And their cousins, the hug bears. <laughs> <laughs> are a little more caring and cuddly. They love to give some love. Sometimes hug bears there. <laughs> sometimes the hugs are unwelcomed. <laughs> Bro, stay off me. <laughs> I'm a hug bear. Oh, I'm good, man. Uh, okay, so so what are you guys doing? Um, 
So I, I presume that some of this conversation is taking place quietly while we're making this track or while Faldar is spending however long it takes to set this up. Right. Okay. So that's, that makes sense. So at this point you're still in between the two traps. Where did you guys leave the, uh, the weaponry? The gnolls were actually slayed outside of the cave. So all of that weaponry is outside of the cave. That's true. Yeah. We didn't pick any of it up. Right. Um, we did pick up from, from the gnolls, a key, a gemstone pendant and some, uh, some currency. Yep. But that's, that's it. So we could, we could get out of here and get, um, Furka to town, I guess, unless, unless he's up for some adventuring. So I'll ask him yeah. that. He said, do you want to take some revenge on the bugbears that got you? He, he says, we can, we can get you a sword and kill some, kill some of them. He says, you give me a sword and I will fight. Uh, I, I, I need, I need a night to, to collect myself. Okay. You know, it, it might be worth, we know the bugbears are in that cave and they're going to be angry when they, they, see their prisoners escaped we could uh set an ambush for them and and rest while we do it well there's that uh and i'm not at least give us the upper hand yeah i'm not against that plan the uh, my my other my alternative is i still have a couple of cure spells and none of us are on death's door so we could maybe go back to town and resupply I mean, yeah, I guess in game we haven't really been gone from town all that long. Furka says, "Do you mean uh, the keep?" The keep. He says, uh, "I've never been there." Uh, oh, he's from somewhere else. He's from the town. Oh, what do we call okay. it Coldfield. Coldfield. Yeah, yeah. So he's from a, like the outskirts of Coldfield. Okay, so another day's yeah, almost a day's ride down. Right. Okay. Well, we don't want to go that far. Yeah, Mike. I like that idea. What, what do you? What say you? Hang on, I've forgotten all the characters' names. I'm Yotus. Yotus. Yeah, I remember now. In my bourbon haze, <laughs> I said Yotus a lot. Um, what say uh, you, Yotus? You, we can heal this guy up, or like we're going to sleep in the prison? Is that what the plan is? No, or? we'll go outside and, and uh, get him armed and maybe uh, take an hour or so rest and okay. see if anything comes after us. How... Luke, how restful is it to like lay in some bushes? Like we're not moving a whole lot. Does that does that count as rest or like half rest? No, like for, like for, to regain any hit points, you have to be not in danger and setting guard, like setting watch. Right. And stuff. I'm just thinking in is in just role playing. Like he said, he wanted the rest. He wants to get the fuck. Away. He wants to get the fuck away from the caves. <laughs> <laughs> is what he wants to do. We're no longer uh, an all that ages. Will be, that will be bleak. <laughs> he wants to get away. Uh, this guy. This guy's been. He said, "I've been in a in a prison cell for I don't know four days, eight days, and I've had bugbears." Uh, threatening to to flay me and feed me my toes. I, I got to get out of here. Well, let's. I think I like I like Alois. Your plan. Let's let's get out of the cave. Let's arm our our new friend Furka, and uh, we can spend a little bit of time out there, just kind of redistributing equipment or whatever, and then think about whether we want to come back in this entrance or go to another cave, like you suggested. Okay, that Yo- works for me. Yotas, fine. Faldar? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's what we'll do, Luke. 
Okay. Okay, so the plan is you guys are exiting the cave, and where are you going? We're going to go to the spot just down the hill from where the cave entrance is, where we okay. killed those gotcha. gnolls, and see if the, there's any equipment, you know. Okay. If I mean, it could be that there's nothing out there that they've been found and. Yeah, well, you guys sort of sort of bag things up uh, and. Uh, oh yeah, because we wanted to take it back to sell it right. at some point. Yeah, so so you can get like basically you go back towards around the area where you were camping that one night when you were set upon by the flayer beetle and you know the night before the the, the knoll encounter. Okay, and your gear is still tucked away, sort of under. Uh, under the log with the the duff like tossed up on it like it like it was before and so so Furka is able to get a short sword and uh, a javelin and so he says I can make use of these of these weapons he said I'm I'm skilled in the ways of of, of sword play and I'm also skilled uh, with a sling and that makes sense he's a He's a he's a shepherd like he's he's a man of the hill so like a javelin or a uh, like a sling he's it's something he can use that's better than yeah okay well better stick, than nothing stick him with the pointy end he says I will he's able to fashion three of the javelins in like it like sling him over his shoulder so he could potentially have like three ranged attacks and he grabs one of the swords uh, he's not able to find any any real. Uh, suitable armor that would work for him from these knolls, but at least he's able to, to get some some uh, like sandals off of the knolls that will work. Like these these knolls, clearly they have pointy toes and and kind of dog feet, so they're not <laughs> they don't have <laughs> they don't have shoes that will right work. But he's able to take bits and pieces of leather and bind them with additional pieces of leather to kind of make some moccasin slash sandals that he's able to, to protect his feet with. Like Chacos. Yeah, yeah. Like uh like old style like Roman uh like uh boat shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so this dude, he's you can tell he's a survivor. He's a man of the hills and he's able to quickly get himself adjusted and within just a matter of minutes he's ready for travel. Sweet. Let's And cool. while that's happening uh, you guys hear in the distance uh, a little bit of rubble coming down, and you do hear the the bellowing of of some sort of monsters within the cave. Nice. Let's hide. Let's hide and wait um, for them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the cave entrance here. Can you? Can I get around it so I'm like above the cave entrance? So like, if somebody comes out, we can get him in a crossfire. Uh, yeah, you could do that. Uh, you could, yeah. So you're talking about with like a ranged attack? Yeah, like, you know, I'm sitting on top of the cave entrance, some distance above it, and when they come out, I can just start pelting them with arrows, but it'll take them some time to run up to me. Yep, you could you could certainly do that. The only The only caveat that I would mention is if you're like directly above... The cave entrance. No, yeah. no, no. Let me finish. So, like, if you're directly above the cave entrance, you would be able to see things immediately coming out, but you wouldn't be able to use your range attack. If you were to go sort of twenty or thirty feet above the cave entrance, you could obviously cover a wide berth, but there would probably be about ten feet immediately in front of the cave entrance that you wouldn't be able to see, right? Because it's kind of at a Makes sense. At yeah. uphill. Uh, so just realize, like, that's how we would play it. Like, if anything bursts out of here, 
for the first 10 feet around the cave entrance, you, you would, you wouldn't be able to see him. But once they came clear, you would have like clean shooting. Yeah. Just trying to think of the best way to get a couple rounds of range attack at him before yeah. we engage him. Cause Furka says, I, he says if, if two bows or, or, or two ranged attacks are better than one and I can, I can loose these javelins as well. Okay. He says, I'm, I do want retribution. I just, I needed a weapon. <laughs> cool. Well, All maybe right. we could just hide in the bushes down here, and when, whenever we see him start coming out of the cave, just start hammering him. About how long has it been since we heard the noise? Uh, just a matter of like a minute, because okay. all of this is transpiring sort of real time. Okay. Uh, and how long, reason reasonably, would it take? Did it take us to get out of the cave? Like if? Oh, quick! Quick. Like, okay, like, so uh, we need to places now. Places. Yeah, okay. you know, with the what you guys put together, uh, Faldar says, you know, hopefully that's going to slow him down. A, uh, a few minutes digging the like pulling the rocks out of the way but it's not going to take more than just minutes for them to dig out okay yeah we need to get get prepped i don't yeah. think we need to necessarily send you up the hill yeah let's Aloys. just hide in the bushes because when they whenever they burst out into the sunlight that might dazzle them for a, a second or two anyhow whether you know a little blinded from brightness yeah uh roll rolling and rolling intelligence Shot. check uh, over there, Alois. Uh, what is that? 3D6? Uh, roll. Yeah, roll three d six. Three. Roll. Ten. What's your intelligence? What's my intelligence. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, as you say that, you realize that that bugbears they function fine out in the light, like as opposed to like goblins or or orcs, the smaller so the smaller monsters. Uh, which take, uh, which, which don't like the light and they shun it. Uh, bugbears are totally cool. Like they, they function as if they were men. Like you, you can see day, day raiding bugbears. Okay. Well, I was just thinking, I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking like, imagine coming out of a, a dark cave where you've just got firelight into like the bright sunlight, even like me or you would be like, ah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you guys just faced. So whatever right. you just faced is what they're going to experience. I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, what if, I'm, what if Gustav and I stand at the front of the cave and, like, entreat them out, and then you and our new friend are hidden behind us, and then you shoot them when we move out of the way? That sounds great. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know how this works. I was just... Yes, you do. No, that could work. It's perfect. I think my car- I, I think Alois is always more of a fan of hiding and just getting the first shots off, but sight unseen. But but that could work too. It's it's a it's a sound plan. It's a Swiss fucking watch, if I understand it correctly. All right, let's let's get into places then. All right. <laughs> okay, so you guys are you're you're at your campsite. So you're a little ways away from my notes. Here, it looks like you're about. 80 to 100 feet away from the entrance of the Cobalt Cave, so it's clearly within sight. You have a you have a good, clean sight. Uh, how are you guys hiding? Are you, like, covering yourselves with leaves? Are you trying to climb a tree? Are you trying to just get behind a fallen tree? What's going on here? Are we just standing there, Gustav? Or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Yotis? Would you prefer to hide and then jump out and kill him? Uh, I'm not good at hiding. There's only like three large trees in your immediate area. There's one large tree trunk that is down on the ground, and that's where you had your gear stowed 
Uh, but it's so you could like get under, like you could sort of crouch and lay down and sort of peer and see them coming towards you. Uh, or you could try to climb some mighty tall trees or just like get behind trees. Those are your options. You want to like stand there and thump our chest? And yes. Try to get I, them to I do not want to, I do not want to be prone when these things run out. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Gustav and I are going to challenge them. Okay, so you guys are just standing out, and so so Alois, are you and Furka getting up above the cave? Is that right? Yeah. No, I think we'll be we'll we'll be on the on the same level with everybody else, but I think we'll go off to the side so we don't have to like worry about Yodas and 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 Gustav jumping out of the way before we can shoot. Like, because if we're up to the sides, then we can angle Adam. Yeah. And these angry bear things are going to run at us in our magnificent beards, and they'll start shooting at them. My, right. My, my beard bristles in anticipation of combat. <laughs> For the horde. I don't know why I'm channeling Warcraft right now. Okay, so I have – this is my makeshift – map that I'm working on that I'm showing to Josh. Uh, but that's the cave entrance okay. and that's the campsite is the X and you two Con- are there. Contour, contour yeah. intervals. Right. Yeah. So pretty even though. Yeah. And, and it's no more than like 10 or 15 feet downslope. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Alois, I assume you want to go upslope to be able to shoot down a little bit, right? Yes. Okay. So just for, uh, sake this is how i'm gonna arrange things and i'll hand this to josh and maybe he can put it okay up to the screen like does that kind of make sense yeah mm-hmm. so Furka's following you alois and when you sort of stop for a spot Furka says i'll i'll go a little bit further out so that there's some separation between us so they okay. won't be able to that's ex- that's that's exactly what i was thinking because then we don't have to, i don't have to shoot it at everybody to get you know shots yeah. in okay. yeah we're not covering you and then, will you, will you, could you, if not, it's okay, but could you run Furka? Or do you want me to? No, you should. I should run Furka yeah. and Faldor? I feel and like I have, could we scan this and maybe send it to... Yeah, we can do that. I feel like, maybe I'll do that. Or I can take a I can PDF it with my phone. Okay, I mean, I can do it. You can? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Oh, that's cool. No, I mean, I realize it's three characters for you to run in combat so yeah, yeah if you want to delegate it out that's fine just is this okay that's oh that's fine okay let me do oh and we didn't put faldar where's faldar gonna be oh, standing faldar. center he'll be with us okay is that okay guys faldar sure. stands with us a little bit to the back okay um and he'll he'll like step around and swipe at somebody in a second okay. or maybe throw a hammer uh okay so you guys get into position and you wait and we wait. And you wait. And Got it. And they're not coming out. And you wait. And the main group, Yodis, Gustav, and Faldar, you see this as well as Furka and Alois. So you all notice it and you kind of like do the little pointy thing. Uh, but further upslope and deeper into the ravine, you see three of the bugbears doing their best to slip towards you. So slippery fuckers. So they're coming, they're coming along, uh, coming along the, the hauler, like down towards you, making their way towards the cave entrance. They're heading right towards you. Uh, there's three of them. As I've mentioned before, there's not a lot of 
of of trees to to be had here like it's larger timber uh but they're still using the topography the larger boulders that are around and the large trees to their advantage and they're kind of zigzagging but they're making a clear straight line towards the cave and they're going to be here in just a matter of of uh just a minute we should maybe take this opportunity to real quick describe what a holler is because we got an email to bourbon and barbarians about a guy uh from a guy from a listener a friend named nils (laughs) who asked us uh, point blank, what is a holler? Uh, he says, being familiar with keep on the uh, borderlands, it sounds like you're describing a canyon-like area that it's in. Yeah, so so that's right. So a holler or hollow <laughs> is just uh, is just a, a a deep ravine or a a large topographic change, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, an indentation or a basin within the ground. Yep, like a, a steep valley that has come where two hills have. Uh, or two ridges have finally kind of come together or curved yeah. uh, uh, toward one another. In, uh, in Bourbon well, and, and Barbarians. And holler is a bastardization of hollow, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's right. right, yeah. <laughs> so H-O-L-L-O-W, right? Yes. So. so Okay. So that's what a holler is. Yeah, so, so you have these three bugbears. Is it clear that they can see all of us, or do they just see Faldar, me, and Gustav? They don't see anybody yet, as far as you can tell. I thought we were okay. banging on our shields. I guess we're not. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm standing there in full cleric glory, clerical glory, with my file folders. Yeah. So, so they. It's not that they. It's not for lack of trying. They soon see you. It's just you guys spotted them a little bit, a little bit sooner. Okay. Than, uh, than they spotted you. So they see you, and at that point they stop trying to hide and they just start like jogging straight towards you all. Uh, so there's three of them and they're all coming straight towards Yodis, Gustav and Faldar. Um, they're going to feel real stupid. Are they, are they within bow range? Would it make sense to just start shooting them now? Uh, they, at this point they are coming into bow range and one of them, uh, takes off slightly uphill towards you and Furka. So, there's oh. there's one that's coming out towards you and then two that's going in towards Gustav and uh Yodis and Faldar. Oh. Okay. Well if if yep. we're made then I'm just going to start shooting him as yeah. soon as he's in range. Uh so we're at this point since neither of neither group is surpri- surprised we'll roll initiative. Uh so Josh if you'll roll for for the group. Okay. Do I add anything? Or nope, just it's just it's a, no, it's a d6. Oh, a d6. Yeah, so roll one d6 to determine initiative. Six. Okay, so you guys go first. Uh, at this point, you guys are in position, so there's no movement. Uh, missile combat's going to proceed. So we have both uh, Alois and Furka that are going to uh, attack. And so, uh, Alois, you have Furka's materials in front of you as well. So whichever one has the greater uh, dex, let's go ahead and start with that one. Uh, Furka has a dex of nine. Okay. So he will go second. Okay. So why don't you go ahead with Alois? And these, these fellows are within range of your, of your bow. So you can just, you can just take a shot. Nine. That is not going to hit. Okay. And Furka got a 12. A good shot. (laughs) Not super intimidating at this point. Hey man, nice shot. What a good shot, man. 
Okay, so Alois, what was your attack roll? Nine. Okay, so that zips by over the shoulder of this of this hobgoblin, and he just you know through uh, through some some really messed up teeth gives a rup, 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 chuckle. Uh, and then what did Furka roll? Twelve. Okay, and so Furka is able to land. Uh, land a hit with the javelin. So he he's able to nail this Shit. guy. Uh, so go ahead and roll 1d6 for the javelin. All right, I can do that. Six. Oh, really? Okay, cool. So he's able to let loose uh, and get this thing. Just, I mean, he nails the hell out of him just right through the midsection uh, and and he's, you know, staggers for a moment and there's a lot of, of, of bloodiness that's coming out. Uh, but he's still standing. Uh, but he's, he's like, he's, he's wavering. Okay. So with that, uh, none, does anybody else have any missile combat? Uh, no, we, we have all, uh, I have a question about set spear versus charge. And this maybe is going to sound really stupid. Yep. Is it, is it set your weapon against a charge or does it necess- does it does it is it predicated upon having an actual spear or a javelin because if if so then Faldar will set his javelin versus charge does Faldar have a javelin I do that I will give him okay it it's, it makes sense that it would be a spear or a javelin or a, some pole arm right. of some kind but I wasn't sure if you could like set your sword like a certain way or no, that's good to it's good to clarify this though. Because I've never used that yep. before. I, I could see in certain situations setting a sword, but like I wouldn't set an axe against a charge. Right. Okay. A character on foot and carrying a spear, pike, sword shield, or lance can oh. set the weapon versus a charge. But it's a sword shield, not sword or oh, shield. Sword. I yeah, it, like a sword shield. I heard slash uh, shield. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so so it does not it does not work. Uh, okay. For for just any old weapon, so he can't set but, his warhammer versus the charge. Right. But I would say with his javelin, like he could set that against the charge, and so he holds the weapon firm, yep. braced against the ground, and that makes sense. He's a dwarf; it's a yep. shorter weapon, mm-hmm. but it, it works for him. And he gets his strength to his attack and damage rolls, and if the character's attack hits, he inflicts double damage on his target. Okay, so he yep. he has my javelin. And yep. he is doing that. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, I, I think um, Gustav and Yotas are just waiting defensively. Okay. Cool. Got it. So uh, at this point, it'll take another round like uh, for those dudes, the two hobgoblins, to get up on top of you. Okay. So everybody's made their actions then. On uh, the party side, we'll switch over to the monsters. Uh, and so the the injured fellow that uh, that Furka was able to put a javelin in is coming towards you. And you guys, he's carrying uh, a really stout battle axe. Uh, and he's able to get towards Furka first. So he's going to roll to hit. And it probably misses, but we'll check. Okay. Furka's AC is a six. That was a pleasant sound. It does. So that does miss. Okay. So he misses his attack. He swings wildly. This guy is bleeding out quicker than shit. Uh, it's, it's very clear. Uh, the other two guys 
are closing in the final distance to to the the fellows that want to do melee, and so they he do, they don't get there just yet. So we're gonna cycle around, okay? Okay. Cool. Okay. So yeah. So so now we're back around. Uh, so any movement that wants to take place? Uh, I don't want to move. No. Okay. Anybody else? One, two, three. Okay. So beyond that, missile combat. So I presume there's missile combat. Is that right? Sure. Um, I'm like I'm. I'm going to assume that Furka has the, the the bleeding one taken pretty well care of. Can I get shots off at the two running at um, Yodis and Gustav before they get to them? Yep, you certainly can. Like they are I'm, going to be on one another in the next this round, but like there's enough space that you're not in any sort of penalty to to like you know the fifty fifty accidentally hit your buddies rule. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shot to help them out then. See if I can do something. Okay. Uh, what is fourteen? Okay, so that hits. Uh, I presume that you're shooting at the hobgoblin in front, even though they're both kind of back to back. I'm sorry, bugbear, right? That's what I said. Yeah. Initially, you said yeah. bugbear. Yeah. Yeah. So bugbears. That's what we're dealing with here. So you take uh you take a shot. Go ahead and roll damage. Another six. Okay. Oh, uh, I get dang. So this one actually goes down. You take it like right through the throat. And so it, it, it falls. Furka is immediately facing the, the hobgoblin in front of him. So he would take a melee attack with his sword. So if you would okay. roll for him, Skvarla. Uh, 18. Okay. That's definitely going to hit. Uh, all he needs to do is just hit this thing to take him down. He he skewers this thing and spits in his face. And uh, if you well, guys that's are that's good because he rolled a one. Yeah, that's that's still that's enough. <laughs> that guy had seven hit points, and so he takes him down. Uh, so so Furka spits in the face of this bugbear. And if you guys have 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 paid any attention to the Kalish people, uh, like any stories you might have heard, like like actually spitting on someone, that's about the worst thing you can do. It's like the ultimate insult. He just gave this thing the finger, like right as he was, you know, putting it down. Uh, so he rips the, the javelin out of the, the torso of this thing, and he's he's his hackles are raised. He's ready for it. Uh, so who's next within the group? Go new friend. No, that was Furka. He yeah, just that went. was Furka. So now know, we're at... congratulating oh, him. Like, sweet. Oh. So Yodis, Gustav, and Faldar, uh, if you guys just want to take turns. Okay. Yodis, you go. Roll a d20. Is anyone in reach? Yeah, so you can... No, they're going to be there. So with your, you know, with your attack, they're going to be on you. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so, John, yeah, you're attacking with one of your hammers. Is that right? I have two axes. Or, oh, that's right, axes. Okay, yeah. So you roll with the first one. And what do you get? I roll a 12. Okay. Uh, and roll a second one. Well, let's wait just a second and see how this one turns out. Okay, so your first one does hit. Okay, so go ahead and roll your second one, and recall that that's at a minus four. So it's your roll plus your strength, and then minus four. Uh, eight. Okay, so that one misses. You whiff with it. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage with your first with your first axe, though, because you you were able to put some stank on it with that. Five. Okay, so and is that he gets a st- strength modifier too, right? Oh, five plus two then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you do seven. seven. So so you guys are you guys are whipping ass against all of the humanoids you're encountering here. This is awesome. Uh, you're able to just take this this Joker down too. So you have dropped two of the three bugbears that are on you. Uh, take so, it, jabroni. 
<laughs> he's like, what the, what the hell? Uh, he's, he just, he just, you know, doubles, doubles over and he's down. Uh, okay. So man, man, that hurts. So Faldar is the only fellow within the group that hasn't gone. Uh, but he has, Oh, Gustav uh, still gets a chance. Right. But I would rather Faldar go first. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so, so Faldar, go ahead. And he's so, can he, he's still got his javelin set against this thing running at him. Can mm-hmm. he now just, yeah, does he, we'll, does he we'll get that bonus that, or no? Yeah. We'll say that he's got it. Okay. Natural 20. Holy, holy shit. So he, <laughs> he destroys this thing. Like he's got this javelin. He just like leans into it and just plunges it straight through the heart. It's like, it's like Moby Dick style. He's like, stabbeth thee! And just takes this thing down. I guess he would do like quadruple damage, right? Like he doubles with his uh, <laughs> with his crit damage and he gets double with his Damn. with his lance set. So this this thing, this Can you bear, roll damage? I just want to see how much it would be. Well, it, it, it would be max pro- damage yeah. times... Oh, max times four. Or no, it, actually, no. So it would be max times two. So that, right, what would that right. be, though? Uh, for a javelin, I think it's a D6. Yeah. Does he get a strength well, mod? That's um, respectable. He should get one or two from that. Yeah, so plus one from that. Yeah, so he's I mean, he's dealing uh 14 damage for a like for a for a third level. Like he's doing some sub- sub- substantial. Why did he hire us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's looking at himself like uh that worked. <laughs> no kidding. That's like uh finish him. Right. <laughs> so, uh it's it's quiet. <laughs> you guys just took just took these three uh, bugbears down, but you can hear a little bit more commotion uh, from the same uh, the same direction that the other three bugbears just came, and you can see just the the beginnings of the shapes of three more of them that are coming towards you. 